0: Welcome to the newest edition of the Fellows Podcast. My name is Carlos.
1: And my name is Ozzy.
0: In this episode, we will be reviewing the Emoji Movie and recapping the latest episode of Game of Thrones. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a Gangster. How you doing?
1: You know, Carlos, it's it's a bad day, you know, when you go see a movie and it feels like a job. And yesterday, it was one of those days. Yeah. So I'm still coming off that attitude after the movie, you know what I'm saying? Because it really wasn't a good movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're we're going to agree on that. I think we're going to disagree on the level of badness, but... We can both agree that it's not a good movie. 100%.
1: 100%. <laughs> um,
0: but at least we get to talk some Game of Thrones in this episode.
1: Hell yeah. I mean, it was a pretty good episode of Game of Thrones. Really excited that we get to talk about that. And also, I'm really excited about next Sunday as well. So
0: Yeah. Um, and we also do have a YouTube video up. So if you want to um, watch or even get even more Game of Thrones related content. We have a YouTube video up for you to check out from the last episode, so... Check it out, guys. Check it out. All right, well, before we do get to Game of Thrones and the awesomeness there, we are going to talk about, and we will have a... Hold on. we got to mention, we, we got to tease it. We're going to have a guest joining us for the Game of Thrones talk.
1: Surprise guest. Surprise guest. Ladies will love him, Snapchat will hate him, and so will
0: Instagram. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, before we do get to Game of Thrones, we are going to talk some emoji movie um let's just say there's a reason that this movie is saved for the wednesday episode um there were better things to see this weekend (laughs) we'll leave it at that um but let's get into it um the emoji movie overall thoughts it's not a good movie um it's a pile of garbage uh, okay it's not a good movie um but it's kind of the opposite of for me at least okay and I I know there's a few people out there like me because I've heard, especially like Dan Merle from Screen Junkies, he's like this as well yes, it's a bad movie but no, it is not the atrocious piece of garbage that everyone is making it out to be so it's kind of the opposite of the La La Land thing that I always say yes, it is a bad movie and yes, it is not as bad as everyone says it is both of those things can be true it can still be bad, but still not be awful you know what I'm saying? Um, so, that's what I'm saying, but I guess we will get the opposite side of that spectrum. or not the opposite side, but the other side of that line with Ozzy. What do you think?
1: I thought it was a piece of garbage movie. I really did. I mean, it did have really nice visuals, though. I will say, I don't think I've seen a Sony animation movie. I mean, maybe I have. I'm just probably not thinking of it off the top of my head, but I will say, starting off with a positive, the animation is actually pretty well done for the most part. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, the animation's (laughs) fine, and, um, there were a few moments here and there, this is where you'll disagree, where I actually did get a chuckle or two, but it's not, there are few and far between, I'll say that, but there were some moments in there. Uh, the characters, the lead character, he's not the worst thing in the world, I will say that, and the relationship between the two of them, albeit rushed, is still, it's fine, it's passable um but that's ultimately what any positives in this movie is is just they're passable and i think that's a result of basically this movie looks and looks at every successful pixar or disney movie and says okay what did they do and then they're like all right well let's do that that's what this movie does and that's all this movie really is it's just a carbon copy of everything that
1: to character it's yes. a caricature of everything that you've probably seen, yes. and it's doing a really bad job at It's that. a
0: very surface-level <clears throat> job. It's like, it's there, it exists, there's not much to it, but... And this is where I will defend it and not and say that it is not the piece of garbage that everyone's making it out to be. There's nothing really overtly bad that I was like sitting there like laughing because of how awful it is in this movie. There's really not. It's just it goes through the motions. It's very bland. It's very just there. And that's really it. That's that's what I'll say about this movie. It's just kind of there. The
1: script is just horrible. I, I really didn't like the script. It's one of the worst. Script. It's one of the worst scripts of the year. Probably the worst. Um, I can't decide between the other movie that I saw that was really with the script that was really bad. But mm-hmm. it had a horrible script. I mean, things were rushed. But again, it's an animation movie. But there has to be some logical sense and. The story with with the with they're on a the phone clearly, and they're trying to stop the owner from erasing everything. And that whole thing with the owner is really dumb. Yeah, it's like I think yeah. they were trying to go for like a Toy Story esque type thing with that, and it was really ridiculous. And it really did not relate to any generation whatsoever. Yeah when it came to the ending the ending was the dumbest the, this is what kind of drew me overboard was legit the ending for this movie when it came to the kid because i was like okay this is bad but it's not as bad as i thought it is and then the ending happened and i was like okay it's really bad so
0: <clears throat> yeah the I, i'll agree with you that the the ultimately the story does not make any sense whatsoever it's just kind of like really ridiculous but then also the world that they build there are a few interesting aspects here and there but really it's nothing really clever it's just kind of like the most basic world that they could have built and I really ultimately didn't care I, like you're watching this world and you're just like I really don't care about any of this and it's nothing really interesting in it that I there's nothing that draws me to it because every world that Pixar and Disney creates with, like, think about um, Inside Out, where they take something like your mind, right? And they create all these different things and to do all these different things that explain things, right? Explain, like, how your mind works and it's something where kids can go, oh, that's cool, that's... And they're learning something and then adults will go, oh, that's pretty clever. There's not much of that in this movie.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, apparently, like, apparently them leaving the... The app is supposed to be, like, this really huge thing, but it seems pretty easy to do. Yeah. Like, you see everybody doing it in the movie. Yeah. And it's not... It looks like it's it's nothing. And then try to have, like, moments on YouTube. And let me tell you, the place production in this movie, like, the, ad, like the advertisement for yeah. everything in this movie is ridiculous. I um, mean, again, interesting, but... Damn, yeah. <laughs> like, there's a lot of place production uh-huh. production in this movie.
0: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's. It, there's just a lot that's kind of just like, all right, well. And I swear this. And Enrique will recognize what I'm about to say, but this movie basically epitomizes this kind of internet language and lingo, lingo that I just. I can't get on board with. Like.
1: 100%. I, swear, I think it's really dumb.
0: Like, they spoke in memes, and I'm like, I can't deal with this. Then also they said the word hashtag just way too many times <laughs> i drove me insane i was like don't say the word hashtag please um and they kept doing it um but to move on i like i said i didn't mind the two well, I didn't mind the lead, and I didn't mind his love interest as characters, I guess.
1: I minded his best friend, no offense to James Corden, yes. but yes. High Five
0: That's what I was is getting the to.
1: most annoying character.
0: He was a horrible character.
1: Very annoying. I hated his character from it, the moment was, I saw him on screen. It
0: was awful. They made him just unbearable. It really was. Um, and really, every other character in the movie just like, fell flat. The, the main villain is awful. She... There's nothing about her that made you, like, scared or anything. If anything, she was creepy, but it wasn't in a way that they were going for. It was just like, I was just disturbed by this animated thing that I was watching because it was just so freaking weird. Um, And it's not in the way that they are going for at all. Um And then also, his parents. I... T- That Like, they were successful in making me literally not care about anything that came out of their mouths.
1: I honestly hated the scenes with his parents. Yeah. Like, it was so annoying. And because they were talking like, but I love you, Mary. I'm so sorry. And it's
0: kind of like they were going for the, I think they were going for the sloth scenes in Zootopia, you know? 100%. 100%. Where it's like that's, they think that would have been fun. And it, it, But it wasn't the same. It really wasn't. It was like...
1: The Sloth thing only happened like w- like probably twice. And it was for a scene of like a minute.
0: And it was for... It was <clears throat> a comedic discussion every time. Exactly. Where this... in this, they were doing dramatic discussions like that. And I'm like, just because <laughs> you're talking like that doesn't make it funny. That's not what made the other scenes funny. So uh, they they just missed the point, And... Look, like to finish it off, I don't really have anything else to say about this movie, but to finish it off, like I said, there are some redeeming qualities in this. I'm not going to sit here and say, and I will continue to say, it is not one of the worst movies I've ever seen. That's just not the case. Um, so, Um, But it is not a good movie, and it is in fact a bad movie. So, it's a horrible
1: movie. I mean, your kids might like it. Maybe your middle school kids might like it because it relates to them and they use dumb slang. No offense to your kids. But... <laughs> No. <laughs> Too many hashtags. The ending was really freaking stupid. I cannot get over the ending. The meh family was really stupid. The relationship between Jailbreak and Gene, I really couldn't buy, because I knew the, each other for all of, what, 25 minutes?
0: There's a lot of movies like that, though. That's why That's I'm
1: stupid. Just, no, I, I, just, I really couldn't buy the relationship. I, it,
0: it is very rushed. I'll agree with you. It though.
1: was very rushed. Like, it was very annoying, and...
0: It's an hour and 20-something <sighs> minutes. It's so. felt
1: longer. The only scene that felt fast was when they were breakdancing. That was it. Very <laughs> right. bad movie, and I don't want to see it again.
0: All right. Well, what's your rating for this movie, Aussie? My
1: rating for this movie is a 1.5.
0: All right. Um, my rating is a 3.8. All right. Um, well don't that-
1: see this movie. If you want to see a really great animation movie, Go on Netflix, you have Moana, Zootopia, and the movie that should have won the Oscar last year, Kubo. That's true. So, watch those. Watch Don't spend Kubo, your money on this freaking them. garbage.
0: Please watch Kubo. That that's, just, that's a great recommendation. Is that your actual recommendation, though?
1: Kubo is my recommendation, yes. All right.
0: <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, my recommendation is going to be What We Do in the Shadows. Um, it's a movie that came out... Uh, Two years ago, I believe, and it is a mockumentary comedy, and it's starring and directed by the guy who is directing Thor Ragnarok, which comes out in November. So, if you want a little, you want to know a little bit more about the guy who's taken over for Thor, you might want to check this movie out. And let me tell you, it is really, really funny. It is a really good movie. Um, there are so many different things in it that, just, that still make me laugh when I think about them, and that are quotable, and it's just, it's such a good movie, and it is a mockumentary-style movie about basically these three, no, there's four of them, there's four vampires who live in a house together. And it's just their daily lives, our lives, and it is so, so good. Their interactions between them and some of the new characters that get introduced along the way. Um, There's not much in the way of plot. Like, it's not a plot-driven movie at all. Like, not much, when you think about, like, the actual story of the movie, not much actually happens. But it's just the different daily situations and the interactions with the characters and the different things that come up. Where, like, they're trying to get into clubs so they can sed- basically seduce victims into their house so they can suck their blood. But then it's just, it's just so good. Um, and I basically, I got two minutes into this movie and I stopped it and was like, I have to show my siblings this movie. And then the next day I watched it with both my siblings and we all loved it. So watch what we do in the shadows. I highly recommend it all right um so now we are going to throw it over to our game of thrones recap right Adler?
1: yep and be aware for spoilers 100 spoilers Spoiler warning. spoilers for the whole entire show so
0: beware see on the other side so now we are going to be talking about some game of thrones and of course spoiler warning if you have not seen episode three of season seven of game of thrones you should probably check out the podcast here um and come back after you've watched the episode um but i'm definitely really excited to talk about this episode because this is probably the best episode of the season so far right
2: yeah, I'd say so. It's been a pretty slow start, but I think we're finally picking up
0: and we're getting ready for a great finish. Yeah. Uh, that voice that you did just hear, we should introduce our guest. Oh, my bad, my bad. Returning guest, Niall us Niall, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Carlos. How are you? Pretty good. Excited to be talking about some Thrones. Ozzy, of course, is with us as well. Ozzy, how are you doing? I am doing great. Even though they've already heard how you're doing, because this episode, or this part of the episode... Is taking place after the beginning of the episode. We're, we're doing kind of It's always weird, weird when yeah. we record it out of order. So are we just cutting that part? or No, it's okay. All right, cool. We're just leaving it all in. Okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> let's talk about this episode. And I guess the biggest thing that we should start with is Dragonstone, correct? Yes, 100%. Um, Dragonstone, we finally get everything we've been waiting for since everything started, Right. And I'd say it was a lot
2: different than people thought would have come. Yeah, you think so? I think. Oh, uh, yeah. I wasn't it, expecting it to go down quite. I
0: mean, I day. knew it wasn't going to be easy because anytime you have a situation where you're trying to convince somebody that there is dead people coming to kill you, it's never going to go well. So I don't I th- know. I Ozzie, didn't think you they think would about? butt heads so much. So. Yeah. What do you think about Ozzy?
1: I mean, you have to understand where both of these people are coming from to an extent. I mean. John is used to... I mean, John, in, at this point in time, he's kind of used to getting his way because you know the people in the North kind of stand behind him. He uh-huh. has a name in the North. As to where he comes in the South, nobody really knows who he is. The South really doesn't... They haven't really heard of the White Walkers or anything like that in a long time. And it was also pretty interesting to see... Daenerys tell Jon to bend the knee, and he said no. I was reading a lot of comments on YouTube, and everybody was kind of worried as of what he was gonna do when it came to that point in the episode. Um, I'm 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 happy that he didn't bend the knee to her and stuff like that. I mean, it was it was a really interesting. I really liked the dialogue that the two have had. I mean, they both have gone through uh, a lot, and it was really great to see the especially the the introduction of the two characters. I mean. Daenerys has
0: all these titles, and then Ser Davos just goes, this is Jon Snow. Ser Davos was great in this episode, too. I love his moment where he's explaining everything he's gone through, and he's basically about to say another ridiculous thing on top of the White Walkers being, and he died for his people. And Jon's like, no, 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 they're not ready for that. Um, So that was great, but... Yeah, it's really hard and I know I understand where you're coming from now because you're like it's different because we weren't expecting them to be butting heads, right? But was it more
2: expecting or more hopeful? Because I know, I know everyone wanted John to show up and then be like, Alright, let's do this. We're yeah. gonna go do both things and this episode It's was, not that
0: easy. Yeah, not at all. It really showed <laughs> you how much work they still have to do. Yeah. And I like that Tyrion ends up coming in and trying to mend that relationship, but you're I mean and it's hard also because it's kind of like we've been watching them both through we've been watching each of them through their whole journey, right? And we understand why they're both so singular minded. Like Jon is like, "All right, White Walkers, we need to deal with that right now." And Daenerys is like, "I've come here to conquer and to take the Iron Throne." And we're on pay or on board with both of them. We want them both to succeed. But right now they're kind of in conflict with each other and ultimately they will be in conflict with each other either way because John is refusing to bend the knee which I was happy he didn't bend the knee were, were you I was excited man I mean he's gone through so much and I think that's what
1: he learned from the wildlings is to not bend the knee to no one mm-hmm. and it just shows you know how how many people have really changed his perspective on 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 how he views things and and things like that and there's no he he's not gonna bend his knee to anybody at this point in time just because clearly the bigger threat is the White Walkers. Yeah. So there's no point in bending the knee. And I really do like the dialogue that she had where she was like, Oh well you know your ancestor bent the knee to my ancestor and he was like i
0: loved all those
1: well i mean yeah yeah, but you know your your dad kind of you know roasted my uncle and my grandfather so
0: and then she apologized which was interesting yeah i
1: mean it was really nice to see her apologizing and stuff i mean it it was nice to see those these two you know they're kind with they're kind of kind but they're baiting at the same time Mm -hmm. So they have a mutual respect, I think, but it's just they they still need to get to know one another. Yeah. Because you do see later on in the episode that they do get along
0: after Tyrion kind of mediates between the two of them.
1: Yeah, I mean he mediates between the two of them, like about what they want. But mm-hmm. you do see that they have a mutual respect for one another, and you do see Daenerys look, look, look back to her to see Jon walk away. So mm-hmm. she, you can tell that she's interested in learning more about him. Mm-hmm. And and seeing what what did Davos mean when he when he said you know he took a knife for his yeah. people because you know she's interested now she's yeah. interested
0: in who he is mm-hmm. so all right so there's a lot of great moments obviously and at Dragonstone in particular what's your favorite Nile um honestly for me it's it's Tyrion's dialogue with Jon
2: over mm-hmm. the cliff I. I just That shows the mutual admiration both characters have for each other. Um, the respect they've gained from the audience and for each other and from their people just comes out in their dialogue, their conversation. It's one of the smartest, one of the best, I think, just exchanges we've seen in Game of Thrones in general. So yeah. I think for me, definitely that.
1: And I think it was also nice to see... Like, we we like it's it's nice to see that John is still learning things as becoming a leader, and it's nice yeah. to see that he was going to Tyrion. It's like, how can I convince her? Like, what do I do? Because mm-hmm. he's never been in a situation like this where he wasn't able to convince somebody. So it was really nice to see that you know you know he's still he's still a learning leader.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. So we we continue on in Dragonstone. There's. Mm-hmm. Tyrion's basically kind of explaining to Daenerys, even though she already knows, so it's basically explaining to the audience what the plan is when it comes to Casterly Rock. Because they do get the news in the middle of their meeting, which I thought was a great choice to have her get the news at that moment, that the Greyjoy's fleet was basically destroyed and the Sands were taking capture, or the either killed or taken capture. Um, and Tyrion's like, all right, we're going to stick to the Casterly Rock plan, everything's going to be good. And... We kind of get his explanation with that on top of, a, and this is later in the episode, but we're sticking to, to Dragonstone right now, but we we get that, and then we get um, the attack on Castly Rock. I didn't love how they did that, to be honest. I, I would have just preferred uh, show us the attack on Castly Rock, like, that would have been fine, um, but uh, that's just a small detail, but actual attack was great, um, which we'll get to a little bit more later, but... Um, I like I love that conversation that you were talking about, and I love that it was followed up by a very similar conversation with Daenerys, and then Daenerys's John Daenerys and John's second conversation that was much more casual and laid back. Yeah, and it was kind of just like, "All right, this is what you need." And they both, but they both do acknowledge that we're still at an impasse here. Like she's yeah. like, "I still have my thoughts about what kingdom should be loyal to me." And John's like, so do I <laughs> And I, I think the best I think one of the best parts is just shows the power of
2: Tyrion as a persuasive monster yes. amongst all the characters in Game of Thrones. Yeah. And it's the reason that he's still alive and the reason mm-hmm. that he still holds so much weight in the Seven yeah. Kingdoms is just his
0: ability to uh-huh. Manipulate every situation that he's in, which is good considering his military prowess is kind of showing some faults right now. Yes,
1: <laughs> yeah, I do like. I mean, from the trailer that we saw for the next episode, I mean, and I, I was I was hoping that they would even do this in this episode. It's going to be interesting seeing Daenerys actually go to Jon. For military advice, it's gonna yes. be it's gonna be a good thing that, uh, that For that help. Has. I think yes, and hopefully Next that'll episode, build yeah. a dynamic duo that everyone's been
2: waiting. for. Yeah, yes.
1: I mean, I mean, and I think John's ultimately gonna accept regardless yeah. because she's letting him mine for dragon yeah. glass, and it's it's great. I mean, we're gonna get these two get a relationship. I think yeah, they're both they're both. I mean, spoiler warning here for those of you guys who haven't watched Game of Thrones, but John <laughs> is uh, Targaryen, like he has Targaryen blood. So you're talking about two steamheads,
2: yeah. most likely.
1: Two steam heads heads going off off on each other right now. But you can
2: tell from from their exchanges that they have a lot of mutual respect for each other. There's a lot. They know there's a lot to be gained from their relationship. They just want to find that... Meeting point where they can both gain uh-huh. as much as possible.
1: Yeah, and, and you can see John even respects her when she was saying, "I've been raped, I've been sold, yeah. I've been all this stuff." And 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 you know she 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 she's a pretty impressive, very strong woman, very strong character, arguably one of the strongest characters in yeah. the show. And John John is not as confidently spoken as her. You no, know,
0: Davos I, speaks for him most of the episode. Yeah, I mean, basically. yeah, I mean,
1: he's he's a lot held back and one of the things that I really loved about this episode was her second conversation Mm -hmm. where she was like a lot of people love a lot of people love what they're best at and he said I "I don't don't."
0: that's a great line that's a
1: great one because he's good at he's good at clearly fighting he's good Mm at killing people and you just see, you just see that he's basically re- reflecting out of all the things that he's done, mm-hmm. and it, it's. I really love this, uh, the dialogue. It, it has them really reflecting their their past experiences and how yep. they got to where they are now.
0: Um, I yeah, it's just. I think the frustration with this, and it's just, it it is frustrating to watch, especially that first scene that they're talking because you're like, we just want you to be on the same page. And that's that's the frustrating part. We all kind of wanted them to just meet up and agree, and like you said, kind of just get, all right, we're gonna go take care of everything. But it's not working like that. And I think Tyrion puts it really well when he's talking about how you don't know her, she doesn't know you. you, you we got to build a relationship here, and he says that to Daenerys, and I, I really like that. And
1: so. I think and I think it's gonna fluctuate throughout this 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 yeah. episode yeah. and the following one, and maybe even in the in the, for, in the fifth one. Yeah. And um, I think we're
2: showing that they're going to need each other more and more. Especially exactly. Daenerys is no. going to need Jon Snow's prowess in the north.
1: Yes. They're going to. She's going to need his military experience at this point because she he's the only one who has it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and for sure. Yeah, I mean, so she's going to need him. Yeah. So I, I do think that there is going to be conflict maybe in the future. Because mm-hmm. maybe she needs him in the south to win to win the throne. You think the
0: army of the Eerie could play a role in everything? Possibly. I mean, the Knights of the Vale are pretty... And the thing with the Knights of the Vale is they basically have a complete army. They haven't lost anybody. They haven't lost anybody. They have a complete army. And I don't even think most of the army actually battled in the battle no. of the bastards. Um, all right, before we move on from the North, I do want to t- or not the North, Dragonstone. I do want to talk about br- really briefly the Melisandre thing. She has a conversation with Varys. That was
2: a wonderful exchange.
0: Yes. Uh, a lot of it was kind of just like, "Well, why aren't you going to see the king that you begged us to bring here?" And that Of course, we already know the answer to that, and she alludes to it. But I want to talk about that one line that she has where she says, I will return to this strange country, and I will die here. As will you. As will you. What does that mean? mean? That's That's what I want to get at. A lot of that conversation was just stuff that we already kind of know ourselves, but that's the line that we need. I mean, what does that mean? I mean, off the top of my head...
2: We all know that she's got some kind of prowess and ability to gaze into the future. Yeah, maybe she's seen, maybe she's foreseen her and and Varys deaths. Maybe, maybe she's already foreseen the White Walkers taking over everything. <laughs> that would and be she sad. She just knows that she needs that everyone's gonna die, and she wants to die in her homeland. Yeah, maybe, maybe she's just making a
1: bold bold prediction yeah maybe she's just making a threat i mean varish was kind of being disrespectful and he was being a little
0: aggressive yes
1: and i mean he has to mind his tone around her you know she's again she's very capable on her own clearly so i think pretty much it was a threat basically to watch your tone around me could it be a could it be a demon baby threat?
0: Maybe I don't know. I it's just we've gotten a lot of these Jon re- Snow's demon baby. <laughs> we've gotten a lot of these really vague kind of uh, threat like, or not even really all of them. But I, remember, she also says to Arya that we'll see each other again back in like season two or three. She says that to Arya. So we've gotten a lot of these threats, and I, I don't know. It's it's interesting. I'm I'm not quite sure what it means, but I am definitely definitely going to be watching to see what she's what she says next if we even see her because it seems like she's going back to Essos right now but anyway, let's move on to Winterfell. I think that's where we should go next. Mm-hmm. Sansa is ruling in Jon's stead. As doing a great job, let's mention that. Sansa's doing great. I know Sansa has her haters, and look, I'm not going to argue you argue with you. You're justified in your hatred of Sansa. She makes a lot of stupid decisions, and she says a lot of things that would make you question her but loyalty. she is growing up. And she, she is. also is a really good ruler. Yeah, I mean Coming she's up.
1: she's telling everybody, hey, you know why 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 are you guys making breastplates without any fur on them? Um, we need to have the meals here in case because it's going to take a long time to travel. I mean she's preparing for this war against the White Walkers. Yeah, and she's doing the. I think Jon would be really proud of her if he could
0: see her. Yeah, um, I I definitely love to see her ruling. Obviously. Um, all of that, you're right, all the stuff about the, the food and what they should be doing with that, it makes tons of sense. She's still kind of ignoring, uh... Littlefinger, but she's still—he's well, still there. So obviously, she's not fully ignoring him, and it might just be him being annoying, like hovering r- well, he, around he her. He but... has
2: to stay because he's got the—he's got the Knights of the Vale. I know. The thing is, maybe I'm
0: thinking. I mean, maybe, I mean, she's, I mean maybe... she's
2: keeping. I mean, she's keeping him there yeah. as a
0: strategic. Yeah. As a strategic pawn. But she also doesn't have to have him like right next to her all the time. Like he was walking with her, basically, like approving of all her orders. Yeah. Uh, which was interesting to me. I just don't know. That's like just maybe she's Bailey using does. him.
1: Yeah, maybe true. okay. Well, maybe she's using to using him to an extent. Maybe. maybe she's trying to get everything that he knows, learn everything that he learn everything from him that he does, and then as soon as she's done learning mm-hmm. that, expose him. I, yeah. Because I mean, because I mean, he he is. You know, he. You see her. You see him giving her a lecture, basically, where he's like, "Don't fight in the south. Don't fight in the north. Yes. Fight your enemies everywhere." And I'm gonna say, I mean, that, that's one of the greatest. That, that's a. That's it's some a really good. Piece great of monologue advice. too. Yeah. Um. You know. So one of my things is that one of the things I was thinking is, you know, what if what if this is to an end meet where she just has him to learn everything that he knows, and then yeah. go from there. You know, learn how to be someone who can be everywhere, basically, mm-hmm. and, and be in everybody's good side yeah. and go from there.
0: But it is funny that we get this huge monologue about, like, preparing for everything and you'll never be surprised. And it's basically like saying, if you prepare for everything, it seems like you know the future because you're ready for whatever happens. And nothing will ever—again, he emphasizes nothing will ever surprise you. And then what's the very next thing that happens? Something that no way, no nobody, and there's no way that Littlefinger could have predicted, Bran comes back. Which I thought that was so great that he makes this huge kind of monologue about, oh, I'm prepared for everything, blah, 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 nothing ever surprises me. And then the one thing he couldn't predict happens. Yeah. The last living son of Ned, the last living full son of Ned Stark returns home. Or did he predict it? <laughs> There's no way he knew that. Uh, maybe happen. he's <laughs> the one that
2: let Bran in. I mean, look. Here's the thing. I, I don't. I don't. I don't deny that he didn't predict it. But let's not underestimate. I don't underestimate Peter Bailey here. I'm just saying. I love that these, moment. He is one of the strongest players in the Game of Thrones. Mm. Everyone says he's going to die this season. I think he's got a lot up his sleeve. Yeah. Because he has shown time and time again that he is one of the most resourceful characters. In the show, yes, he's gotten all all this power from absolutely nothing, mm-hmm. and just manipulated his way to the top. I don't think a character like that can go out. I agree as quickly as as everyone thinks he's going.
1: Look, to go. if, if John sees Baylor <coughs> excuse me, if John sees Baylor's talking to Sansa, he's gonna kill her, and I know he's gonna kill her because John John basically when John <laughs> says he's gonna do something, he sets how to do it and he does it. So look, don't talk to Sansa around John because yeah. if you do,
0: John's gonna kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, what about Bran? I, Let's talk a little bit. I like I like
1: Bran, I like Br-
0: Bran is. I think weird. a lot of people are really not going to like him in this episode.
1: I didn't love him in this episode either. I mean, he hasn't seen his sister in a long time, and I love Sansa's reaction because she's like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, like I, mean, I loved you. Like so you know, emotional, so but emotional. all the
0: emotional was on all the emotions were on her part.
1: Yeah, and it was just so. It, it kind of seemed like he's. It seems like he's arrogance a little bit maybe and, it,
0: and he's, he's a teenager yeah like that in here. combination with all the power and all the knowledge he has it's kind of like mm-hmm. i don't know i it guess it made him I mean, it took away the humanity of him yes because i would have human.
1: You're right. yeah because i would have liked to see him say sansa you know i love you da, 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 but it, it's very weird and it, i'm i like the piece of dialogue the, the little dialogue that i liked from 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 their interaction was mm-hmm. Uh, when she said, Okay, you know, you're the true heir, you know, you're king of the north, you know, like you're dad's last true true born son. He says, mm-hmm. I'm not the king. I can never be the king. I'm the three eyed raven. Yeah. So I was like, damn like, <laughs> I <laughs> I
2: hate characters need in this show, or not need, but just reluctance to explain themselves fully to <laughs> other people. Like I I feel like so much conflict could be avoided if people just explained themselves more. I guess that applies to life in general. But I just I feel like yeah that that whole exchange needed a lot more explaining from Bran and he has he had so much to tell Sansa that she mm-hmm. probably needs to know and d- just completely went
0: yeah it that's gonna yeah, be another thing just like Jon with the White Walkers with Daenerys it's gonna be another thing Bran's gonna need to prove that he actually is doing what he's doing and he kind of starts to do that when he starts to tell her specific things about his her wedding night. Um, really could have gone a different way. Yeah, I agree. It probably wasn't the best approach. <laughs> but was, I don't think Bran's like, very smart right was now. like,
1: you're kind of a douche right yeah. now for bringing that up. That's one of the most horrifying nights of your sister's life. Yeah. That up. Um, but. <sighs> I just—they need to bring more humanity to Bran, if we're gonna be honest. Because right now, I used to—I—I I like his storyline, and I really like how important he is. But I wanted—I want us to be—I want us to relate. You know, one of the biggest things that everybody wanted, besides Jon and Daenerys meeting, is having all the Starks together. And unite, you know, having that that newfound love right. after everything I mean, that they've Bran gone is through. Probably the least like Stark. Bran, right is, now,
0: definitely, yeah,
1: yeah. Bran is the farthest oh. from that, you know. He just reunited with his sister. He hasn't seen her in God knows how long, and he's just like, "Hey, yeah, you look good."
0: I think that's a great way to explain it. It's. A- I love how you what I love that you mentioned that this episode, or that this storyline is so important because that's true and I guess that's why I like this storyline is because of its importance. But ultimately you guys are both right. There's just no humanity in brand right now. there's no reason to like him. Um, even if you liked him before right now there's no reason to like him. So I just you're right I watching him it's I like him because he has that line that he says like I, yeah I have something important to tell John. But at the same time, you're like, dude, you're just seeing your sister. So I, I agree with you. It's he's impor- It's an important storyline, but they need to make more of an effort for us to care. Because there are people who are just casual watchers of this show who literally have no idea why Brent's so important. And it's yeah. like... You need to make an effort for us to like this character. I just want right that storyline
2: to start unfolding as quickly as possible. Like we've been teased for seven and a half seasons. I just, want, I just
1: want Brand to be more human, honestly. Yeah. It's okay to have him be a three day rave and then they from have all this power that's I mean, that's great. Mm-hmm. But you know, give him some humanity. I mean, he just saw his sister after years. Yeah, and I, I can't imagine what it's gonna be like when when John sees him again. Because John, we go back to season one. I mean, John absolutely adores Bran. You know, he would die for him. And then he, you know, John's like, "Oh my gosh, I haven't seen you in such a long time." And then Bran goes, "Hey, by the yeah. way, that's not your dad." Like, yeah. <laughs>
0: like, like what? Like what is that? Like, come yeah. on, like. Um, All right, right. I guess we should probably move on to King's Landing. Um, So obviously we have Euron returning, and he returns with one of the Sand Snakes and... Um, what's her name? Oh, it starts with an E, right? I can't remember. Elena. But the, Elena, yeah, uh, who is what an
2: epic scene? Yeah, with, I just say yes. that
0: that parading scene through King's Landing, kind of reminiscent of the Walk of Shame, which I really like. I know, um, but it was almost triumphant on Euron's part, and I love. I, we can all just go on for days about Euron and how great of a villain he's turned out to be. He's crazy, but a different kind of crazy. <laughs> it really works. Um. But I want to talk most because most of the stuff in King's Landing is about Cersei. Cersei meets with the Iron Bank. Cersei basically kills the last sand snake in the same way as her daughter was killed, and then says that, Alana, you're going to watch her die. And I love that. She finds such creative ways to torture people. She's probably one of the best villains ever. Yes. She finds. It's like how. <sighs> Man, the Queen of Thorns is right later in the episode when she says, "Like, it, it, I just can't match Cersei's level of, of imagination," and it's it's so true because it's like, how does somebody think of this level of torture? Like, it's just you the have to mind be crazy enough to marry your brother. Yeah, and then oh my gosh, that's great too. She mm. sleeps with Jamie and then she's like, "I'm the queen. I don't care." And she opens the door with Jaime still in the bed. It's just Cersei is. Just riding high right now, and one a big takeaway from her meeting with the iron bank, of course, is that she says, "Just stay here for a fortnight. I promise you, I'll pay our debt in full." And I'm sitting there. I'm telling you, I was sitting there thinking, like, "How in God's name are you going to pay your debt in full right now?" And 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 then later in the episode, we get it. I'm just like, "Oh my gosh, Cersei's a genius," and. I'm gonna say right here and now. I'll, I'm gonna let you guys take over because I've been talking a lot about King's Landing. But I'm yeah, gonna say right here and right now, I fully admit that I have underestimated Cersei this season. Cersei is not gonna go down easy, and I—I I mean, you just look, Daenerys. Look at just count what Daenerys—Daenerys Daenerys had going in. She had the Unsullied, the Dothraki, the Greyjoy ships, the Tyrells, and the Martells. She's down the Martels. She's down the Tyrells. She's down Greyjoy ships. Cersei has single-handedly basically taken out three of the five major elements of Daenerys' army. (laughs) How? She's going to need... I mean, you're talking about... If we're going to be honest here,
1: you're talking about... You know, you're talking about Tyrion Lannister going up against Jaime Lannister. And you're talking about them going up against military status at this point. And Jaime clearly has... I mean, we know it. Jamie has experience in the military. Jamie I mean, he's has... probably
2: the best military leader in Westeros right now. Yeah, since Early. his dad died. Yeah, since I mean, arguably.
1: Name. I mean, it, you know, it, it's insane. So she is going to need John's help at this point because John is the greatest one in the in North. Yeah. He's, I so, mean, I guess, yeah. He's, he's, yeah, I mean, she's, she's, side. she's her, she's her, he's her only trump card at this point. So it's really interesting to see that. I mean, Jamie basically took, took all, took all of her allies out. Mm-hmm. So, Right now, it's not looking good for Daenerys. I mean, mm-hmm. Daenerys came in here and, like I said it previous, I said it to Carlos. She came in here with an arrogant type of attitude, and the plan seemed like a smart plan. And it, you know, it was a smart plan from what it, from you know what not we saw smart on the map. I don't plan. think they were counting smart for the
2: Greyjoy for the
1: Greyjoy. Yeah, they game. weren't. I think that's the trump card. They that's... weren't. Tr- they, yes, definitely, they weren't mm-hmm. counting on the Greyjoys. If they didn't have Euron. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be where they are, and Euron
0: is clearly a wild card. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you guys think that Cersei has any intention of doing what she says and marrying Euron? Mm-hmm. Well, did she say marrying Euron or doing ner- Euron?
2: Marrying. marrying.
0: That's what Euron wants. He wants to marry a queen. I don't think she will. I don't I, I, think she so will.
1: I
2: think it's Cersei. I think she's going to finish with, with everything and just kind of like. I Euron think
1: she leave. might even kill him.
2: That's... The, see... I don't but, think but, but is Cersei going to win Euron that's has if she to, wins
0: Euron has to know that Cersei is not intending on following through yeah but
1: Cersei can talk sweet so Cersei can make everything seem good and but Euron their relationship is purely flirtatious at this point
2: yes that's all it is yeah but I mean, think Euron's crazy I mean Euron's crazy but he's also incredibly resourceful as well
0: and he also think he's. I think he's so confident in himself that he thinks that even if she doesn't intend on actually doing what she says now he can win her over Especially when she has that conversation, or when he has that conversation with Jamie, which was hilarious, by the way. Like, can you have advice? How does she like
1: it? It's just like, geez. Does she, a, does she like it rough or does she like it gentle? And, and then Jamie was about to, like, punch him he like he's He was like, shh, not here. We'll talk later. In private. <laughs> he and is I one was of the most likable villains. That was, so that was arguably one of the most funniest scenes in yeah. Game of Thrones. It was amazing. He's oh such a gosh. great, great villain. Okay. And if he doesn't get an Emmy for that. he's I don't Honestly, know the he's the
2: a hell. breath of fresh right, air, too. I mean, he's a breath of fresh air for that show. So charismatic. He is a very charismatic villain. Very He's, he's Jack Sparrow-esque.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's different. It's such a different villain than the ones we've gotten previous in uh, Ramsey and, um, oh. No, Joffrey. 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 They're yeah. not, they're It's just flat out dislikable. This is a villain that you're just like, I could hang with Euron, <laughs> even though he's nuts. I could... he's, he's a villain you'd have a beer with. Yeah. He's
1: the villain that would want to get wasted.
2: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he is a pirate. Um,
0: yeah, exactly. I mean, it's great. It's really great to okay. see him kind of take over. Um, all right, last question about King's Landing. Why do you think she sleeps with Jamie? Is it just like she's feeling herself, she doesn't care right now? Or is it she wants to make sure she still has Jamie under her thumb? Because I'm torn. I don't know. I think think it might be a combination of both. both.
1: I think it's both. I mean, she sees Jamie kind of distancing himself from her a little bit here and there. So I think she wants to reestablish that relationship and make sure that, you know, hey, I still love you. I still want to be with you. Mm -hmm. I think her only
2: loyalty to anyone in Westeros is Jamie, And I think she wants to make that clear to everyone and him especially.
1: mm Yeah, yeah, because he's... I mean, she's doing things that, that he's questioning, you know? Mm-hmm. And clearly, you see him kind of look at her weird when she says, I'll give you whatever your heart desires yeah. after the war is won. Jamie's helping that, you know? Like, yeah. like, what about what he wants? So, I feel like it's a little bit of both, you know? To reestablish, hey, I still love you, but I need to make sure you're on board with everything. Yeah. And
0: All like right, that. well, let's mm-hmm. move on to kind of... The big battle, I guess uh, The big aspect of this episode Which is The attack on Castley Rock And then the attack on Highgarden Because we were expecting the attack on Castley Rock And that's what we got And it was interesting And you're just like, alright It was a great battle I mean, not like epic or anything But it was just great to see them take Castley Rock And for us to finally see Castley Rock And then to follow it up with Wait, where's the rest of the army? And Grey Worm knows something's not right. Then he turns around, and sees sees his ship's getting destroyed, and he's like, "Ah, oh, crap!" And then he's like, "Where's the rest of the army?" And they're attacking High Garden. Were you guys like shocked when we revealed that they're attacking High Garden? I mean, shocked isn't the ant I mean, I don't think
2: shocked just kind of kind of hit you. Yeah. I mean, it's you're you
1: the good guys are losing here. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean you're. Yeah, you're in shock, but you're also in disbelief. I mean, what you said. I mean, Carlos, you're 100 percent right. Daenerys came in with arguably the best forces, and she's losing them.
0: She's got basically. All right now. She had basically five armies and three dragons, and you're just like, Hap, yeah. Now Christ she has two now armies. Now she has well, three. Three. Yeah, she lost. The Dornish aren't gonna follow her now because oh, their leaders I are totally gone. I totally
2: forgot about the Dornish. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the, the Martell or the Tyrells. Well, the Tyrells are, never had an army; they just had money. Yeah, but they still had an army, whether it was good or not. It's gone. Yeah. Um. And then the Greyjoy fleet is now completely depleted, basically. Yeah. I think this, so you this have, helped to show the actual might of the Lannister. Yes.
1: Yeah. I mean, you never underestimate a, La- a Lannister, and I, well, like, I, 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 and I feel like, and I feel like, and I feel like Daenerys is now on board with like saying, "Okay, let me stop being arrogant. Like, let me stop acting like I yes. know it all, and let me actually like." put in some work
0: i think it's almost like it's almost mirroring what happened in um essos because every like think about it. every freaking season in uh, the game of thrones were like oh my gosh just go to king's Land, or just go to westeros just leave what are you doing here and every season something would happen that would put her back and put her back and put her back and it almost kept me mi- it kept forcing her to come up with new resources and then fight back And it's like the same thing needs to happen here, where she goes in thinking, all right, we're good, we're going to do all these different things, but she needs all these things. It's almost like she needs resistance to turn it on. And I, I think, think we're gonna so, to but I mean, if you that. saw the
2: preview for the next episode, I think she says a line like "enough squabbling, enough, 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 enough fancy, clever, enough plans. clever plans." That's what and it was. I, feel like she's talking I think she's to just Tyrion. like, "screw it, we're going to Kings exactly. Landing, we're burning everything." No, which I think is yeah. exactly what Cersei wants. I, I, no, turn. I
0: think she's going to do what she <laughs> was talking about in this episode when she wanted to kind of go and just ride the dragons, burn burn the Joy ships. She wanted to Euron ships in particular. I, don't I mean, think that's though, but I think that's what she's going to want to do.
1: She's gonna want to do that, but it's not the smartest plan of action. I think. John's but now she's not.
0: She's tired of listening to Tyrion. Because think about it: every military plan Tyrion has come up and with I feel like, has okay, failed. That's Except why. That's
1: why she's going yep. to John. Damn, I had something in my head, but I, I totally, uh, uh, sorry, I totally, <laughs> totally missed it. Um, I feel
2: like Grey Worm should be the better military commander, though. Shouldn't, or is he just? Is he? Know. Is he an on-field commander less of a?
1: Strategic. Yeah, I mean, okay, but if you think about it, John has been in a lot of wars. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, we don't really know anything about Grey Worm, and on top of that, Grey Worm is technically he's away right now. So
2: yeah.
0: and he's trapped. Yeah, uh, because basically, what I mean, they t- have to march back to Dragonstone. They, they have well, Dragonstone's an island. They have
2: to march back to the shores of Dragonstone.
0: <laughs> 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 they have to dra- They have to march through Westeros now, and Jaime's got many arm, or especially the. Obviously, the Lannister army, but he also has every other army of every house loyal to him. So they've got a lot of might in on the land in Westeros. Realistically, right now. they could march north. True, especially if Daenerys and Jon get on the same page here, which I think might be motivation for Daenerys to get on the yeah. same page with Jon. Yeah. And it's almost right now. If you're count again, if we're going back to counting armies for Daenerys, you can almost count the Unsullied as half an army because they're there. Yes, they're there, and they're basically in full. But they are basically useless right now. They're stuck at Casterly Rock. Yes, and, and I think Jaime is going to turn really tail. Yes, I mean it's
2: it's who Casterly yes, Rock. Yes. Daenerys... Although he said he didn't care too much about
1: it, but I think it's a great way to to choke yeah. the Unsullied. I don't know, it's it's Daenerys, Daenerys, I mean, she really came off of a high horse, honestly. I mean, she just basically silenced the hell out of the marine uh, slavers, I mean, the the owners. Mm-hmm. So she silenced the crap out of them, and I think that's why she came in yeah. and she was, really, she was really on a high horse at this point. I mean, she basically yeah. just like that, uh-huh. and she rode the dragons, and she took out a fleet. So I think that's why she wants to do the same thing. She's I like, agree. I can do the same thing like I did last time. Uh-huh. But, but she's underestimating. Yeah. But I think she's continually, continually underestimating the enemy, and clearly the enemy is
0: very, very powerful. And she's also underestimating, like John keeps trying to mention, the enemy to the north, <laughs> and nobody else is talking about that but John. And it's just, oh man, it's frustrating think- as a viewer who knows that John is right. Yes. Yeah. Um, Do we
2: think one of our dragons is going to
1: die this season? I think it's possible. I think I
0: think, I think, I think one's I, definitely dying. I think one might.
1: I think the most that can happen is one one being injured. No, because
2: I, I don't. I just I just can't see can't see Daenerys making out of the season with three dragons, considering all her losses already, and the fact that Cersei still has the upper hand mm-hmm. and has the ballistas up
0: her sleeve. Yeah. Um. All right. So far, I just to sum up a little bit. So far, I want to say this season has been a very very down reminder that. <laughs> Game of Thrones is not a happy show, and it's probably not going to have a happy ending. I think we were spoiled last season by all of the things that we wanted to happen happening, and we're just like, yes, two Starks got together. Yes, Jon came back. Yes, we had the Battle of the Bastards. Jon's king of the north.
2: Daenerys is on her way to Westeros.
0: Daenerys West. is on... Everything good was happening last season, and this season has been a slap in the face. Every time we want something to happen, they're like, uh, nope. Oh, more Starks are coming together? Jon's leaving. Oh, John and Daenerys are going to come together and they're going to argue the whole time. Oh, I mean, I Daenerys do, is going to start conquering? I, I do think that there she is now three armies. Peter Baelish, the king
2: in the north. There is a
1: possibility for, for a romance money. there. I mean, for John and, and, and Daenerys, I think there's still you think a that,
0: You think that's going to happen? I think it's a (laughs) possible.
1: I'm not saying it's okay. I don't want it to happen, but I think there's a possibility. (laughs) I mean, again, I mean, this is somebody that she hasn't seen before, and clearly she's interested in his story. She's not like anybody. He's not like anybody she's ever met before. So, I mean, clearly she's interested in what he has to say. Especially, do you uh,
0: you think it's possible that they get together? Right, and then John goes home, and Bran's like, "Hey, yo, you're a Targaryen, dude." And he's like, and John's Eww. like, Ugh.
2: okay, okay, speaking of theoretical romance,
0: okay, okay, speaking I'm not saying they're gonna
2: sleep together. This, I'm not saying that they're gonna sleep together. Guys, this this is so, this, this is, this is, this is, this so is all speculation. But speaking of speculating about relationships, okay, did Daenerys and Yara
0: do you think they ever actually? I don't think so. No, <laughs> they were awfully flirtatious. Oh, they were, but <laughs> no, it wasn't like that. At all, I mean. I still stand by the fact that the foreign invasion line was really dumb. But anyway. It really wasn't. Okay. <laughs> I, love I, I love that line. We all love that line. I am
2: so sad that they got attacked.
1: <laughs> now stop it. All right. We're not going to discuss this right now. Let's close all things right. out. Ozzy, you want to sign us out? <laughs> all right, Carlos, where can people find you on social media?
0: Oh, my gosh. Uh, you can find me on social media uh, at Cherry 456 And, um, of course, make sure you follow us all over social media. All at ScreenFellows. So that's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. And the website as well, Brianna, puts great content there as well, so check that out.
1: Awesome. And now, where can people find you on social media?
0: They can't anymore. Oh, <laughs> right. You deleted all your social media. Yeah, I'm officially well, a hermit, ladies and gentlemen. You deleted your apps, your actual social media apps. I mean, actual social there. media, but I don't really she's care she's probably going
1: to download Snapchat I mean, within the following three days.
2: Snapchat's I, I, probably the one that I'm never going to download again.
0: Why? I hate it. I hate I, I spent
2: so much time on Snapchat, and you know what the worst part about Snapchat is? It's 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 that you're literally sitting there looking at stories of other people's lives and things that you didn't get invited to. And I sound like a loser. I have friends, and I hang out regularly with people. But even when you're with people, you see other people maybe having more fun, and you just get depressed. And you're like, "Why am I not there?" And then you and you're never in the moment, and you're on your phone all the time. Snapchat's just it's just
1: horrible. So if you guys are interested in getting Snapchat, and you want to know anything that's bad about it. Now's review. review. Uh, exclusively <laughs> not- at... If you're gonna just, exclusively just, just, just at... to don't download
2: cards. social media, kids. Crack a book. Rank the social medias. Ex- Rank the social medias. Yeah. Twitter is the best social Thank you. Media. Twitter Twitter and Reddit are, are a solid tie for number you one. You don't go on Twitter, and that's your loss, Ozzy. Yeah, yeah. Twitter's the best form of tie. Twitter and Reddit. Reddit, because it's the equivalent to Twitter, except there's so much horrible people on Reddit and they're so much much more easily accessible because they are on Twitter as well but they're so much more easily accessible on Reddit that yeah, I would put Twitter right above it and then instagram because there's hot girls and then and then Jeez. and then and then snapchat is definitely the worst form of social media i'm well, no, sorry no. snapchat because facebook, like that. facebook <laughs> has your racist aunt. and and your racist aunt shouldn't be on the internet she should be you know at her aa meeting
1: okay all right all right so if you guys want to know anything about social media i guess textile or something if you guys know him i don't know um guys we hope you enjoyed the show <laughs> I don't even know what to say after all this crap that you just said. Now, um, text me. I have a phone. What's your number now? <laughs> don't
2: put it, um, put it on the podcast. Do it. Put it on the podcast. Don't don't do the, it. Put it on the podcast. Put it on the podcast. I'm today. rather attractive, ladies. Put it on the podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed the Seven, show.
2: Five four no. <laughs>
1: We gave you a tip, 754. Anyways, we hope you guys enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Have a great day. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Also, check us out on YouTube. This is Screen Have a great day.